So much of life, it seems to me, is determined by pure randomness. Sydney Poulter. Hi everyone, welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming-of-age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey and Anne. Join us Wednesday evenings for ramblings on professional development, outdoor adventures, creative projects, and more. Welcome back. Um, all right, so this week's episode is on random topics mixed with some trending news in our lives. Um, also mixed with some topics that we pulled from the audience this week. It's going to be a wild ride, and don't forget to check out my blog on some of the random topics that the audience submitted from last week, um, and that's up now. Awesome. Yeah, make sure to check out Bailey's blog. And we have a lot of topics to discuss tonight, so it is definitely going to be a fun time and probably a little random, but, you know, we thought we would give this kind of random ramblings unfiltered type podcast to go. So make sure you let us know in the comments what you think of this um, like episode and if you guys want us to do a little bit more um, more of this. Also, excuse my stuffy nose. My allergies are hitting me today. So we will stick through this together. <laughs> Poor Anne. Okay. Well, first things first. So we have some exciting news. Anne had her very first Canadian date, and so we are very excited to hear how that went. Anne, care to share? Um, yeah, I had, uh, so my first date, um, last night, it was actually, like, kind of like my first date ever, um, my first real date ever, but I just met up with a guy to get drinks at, like, 10 o'clock at, um, this Japanese bar in downtown, so not too far from where I live, and... It was nice. It was fun. It was a nice bar. Um, not too not too crowded, so like we could hear each other, which was nice. Um, and we just kind of like talked and got to know each other. Um, just kind of like talked about our background and what we like and like travel stories and things like that. Um, and, like he's a really he was a really great guy and it ended well. Like um, we ended it with a hug, uh, but we'll see. We might just end up being friends, but you never know. Okay, but like first things first. One, did he pay? He paid for ha- a little bit more than half of it because we each had two drinks, and then the third one we shared because like the waitress um, heard one instead of two drinks when he ordered, so she only brought one drink. So we were like, oh well, we might as well just share it. Um, so he paid that extra drink, but I insisted on paying my two drinks because they were really expensive cocktails, and it would have been a very, very big bill for him. Ooh, yikes. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I guess it is 2019. You know, women can pay too. Um, was he cute, yay or nay? Yes. Okay, so he's cute, so there's some physical attraction going on there. And let's see, I guess, like, the next answer would be seeing him again, yay or nay? Um, I don't know. We'll see. That is all I'm going to say. Okay, well, everybody, stay tuned. Stay tuned because Anne's dating life is getting exciting now. She's dating Canadians, everybody. If you have an eligible uh, 21-year-old, a 24-year-old bachelor in the Montreal area, please send them my way and I will vet them for Anne. Sounds exactly. But, and yes, whether it's with this guy or other guys, there are definitely more dates coming up. Just uh, letting you guys know. Already uh, trying to plan some other ones in the near future. So 
definitely, we'll definitely keep you guys updated, I promise. And you're doing these on Hinge, correct? Um, some of them. I'm actually on three apps right now, kind of like switching off, which, like, a lot of the guys show up on all three of them too, so I kind of see same guys, but I'm currently on Hinge, Happen, and Bumble. Okay, and then what are the, like, likes and dislikes between the three? Like, what's the differences? I think Bumble's popular enough that most of you guys know. Um, I do like the fact that I have to message first. Like, it's kind of, it kind of, like, kicks you to take that first move, which is kind of fun. Um, Hinge, so you can, you see, like, profiles of guys or girls, depending on what your preference is. But you'll see, like, their bio, um, some pictures, and then... Hinge, when you set up your profile, Hinge, like, gives you some prompts, and you can choose from, like, countless of them, and then write, like, your own answers, like, there's two truths and a lie, or what's your ideal date, um, things like that, and then people who look at your profile can like, um, what you say, or they can comment on it, and then if you are interested in them, you can start messaging them. And then for Happen, that kind of, that's location-based. Oh, interesting. Right? Um, And, like, when you're walking around and um, Happen will, like, they'll pinpoint, like, an area where you cross other um, Happen users. It's like, at night, when you go into the app, you'll see, um, it'll tell you, oh, you've crossed paths with all of these people today, all of these guys, which is interesting. Is it supposed to be, like, off of the word, like, happenstance? Like, you meet them by happenstance? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, which out of the three is your favorite? Um, well, so far I've had more success with Hinge. Um, and guys tend to, like, actually, to respond more on Hinge, interestingly. Happen, I I find the, like, crossing paths part really interesting. Um, I haven't been on it these last couple days since I was messaging on Hinge, so I, I haven't seen any updates on that, but... It is interesting. I like I like the idea. Okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I think, like, I mean, it's hard, right? Because you get, like, the Tinders of the world, and it's just a bunch of people looking for hookups. I mean, when, I, I mean, I did Tinder when I was on a break with my boyfriend back in freshman year of college, and, like, everyone was still, like, super polite and nice, but there were definitely, like, some creepers. So do you think, like, with these new ones, like, Happen and Hinge, that it's getting away from, like, creepers, and it's more about, like, people that actually want relationships? I think for some of them, yes, but there's always, like, there's always a few people that are still just trying it out to get hookups or things like that, but usually you can tell them, like, more easily, like, they'll clearly state, oh, I'm just looking for this, or things like that, versus people who are actually looking for relationships, and they'll, like, fill out their bio and, like, put a little bit more detail, and also say, like, um, interest, looking for something serious, because, like, on most of these apps now, they, um, the app asks you, oh, are you looking for something casual, serious, or unsure? That's the options on Bumble. And Hinge has that too, I think. I like that. That's good. So at least you can, like, start it off with each of you knowing what you're getting into. Yeah, exactly. Um, all Most of these apps have really cool, like, they ask you a lot of things when you set up your profile. Like, what kind of relationship do you want? Um, your Zodiac sign, that's on that's new on Bumble. Um, your height, uh your age, your, um, like, your education or your job, and, um, like, do you want kids or do you have kids? So, kind of, like, the basic first questions, I guess, 
and that way like you don't have to say it in your bio just be right there i like that i think that's smart well we wish you all the luck and uh let us know how it goes and again if anyone has any eligible bachelors in the montreal area please send them our way so that Anne can date them she's cute spunky fun very smart um athletic like she's multilingual she's like a medical student she's super yeah anyways <laughs> yeah if anyone if you know anyone that like fits those kinds of qualities send them my way she also likes cats and dogs preferably big dogs and dogs she's a both person yes i'm a both <laughs> if you have a big dog like german shepherd or a husky oh i love you <laughs> <laughs> okay well, let's see like going off of like those kinds of topics like you know first dates like Maybe we get into a couple of, like, firsts that we can, like, go over. What do you think, Anne? What, so, you said this was your first, like, official date, right? Yes. I've been on, like, coffee dates before. I was going to say, yeah, you've been on, like, dates in college before where you went to, like, coffee with people. Only once, actually. But, yeah, I went on one coffee date, but uh, it was, like, I don't know. It didn't feel like a real date. I think sometimes it's really hard if there's not, like, chemistry. Like, I know on a couple of the Tinder dates I went on, I was like, this is such an awkward conversation with someone that I have, like, no genuine, like, chemistry with. Right, exactly. And, like, my, like, that coffee date was, like, a blind date, so I didn't even know what I was walking into. But it was okay. Oh, no, blind dates are the worst. It was so, it was so awkward, but it's okay. I mean, I feel like maybe sometimes those work out really well, but... It's just really hard, especially if you have, like, someone set you up on it, because then, like, the person that you're date, like, you're going on the date with, you're like, wow, my friend thought this would be a good match for me? Like, what? Is that the vibe I give off? <laughs> That's true. Okay, well, what about, um, first kiss? Oh, uh, it was with that blind date. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Right, you were there. <laughs> I didn't realize he was also coffee guy. <laughs> yep, he was. So clearly, it couldn't have been that bad if you got a first kiss out of it. It wasn't. He was a good guy. I just, I don't know. It was a rough time for me. And also, like, there wasn't that, like, that spark. Okay, that's, that's fair. I get that. How about you, what was your first kiss and your first date? Um, well, I'm sure you know since I called you the second it happened. I mean, obviously, mine happened way back in the Stone Ages in, like, 20, let's see, 2013? Yeah, because we were, like, end of freshman year. I was, like, 15. Um, it was with my first real boyfriend, who's still my boyfriend today. Um, we went to Fort Fun on a double date. It, it, Fort Fun was, like, one of those, like, fun places with, like, arcades and mini golf and stuff. And all of my friends kept saying that he was going to kiss me. And we got to the end of the date, and he still hadn't kissed me. And I was like, man, damn it, am I ugly? Like, what's the deal here? And he's starting to walk out the door, and he gets to, like, the archway of the door. And he looks at me, and he goes, you know what? We should kiss now. <laughs> he grabs me, he dips me, he kisses me, and then he puts me back up. And I was just like dumbstruck. I was like, what? This is like happening right now? And then he's like, oh, we should do that again. So he kissed me again. And then he's like, okay, bye. And then ran off to his mom's car. <laughs> so like, I'm thinking like, first of all, like one, okay, did I kiss bad? Is that what we had to do the second time? And, like, two, like, that was so brief. Like, what, what was that? Like, I mean, is this what kissing is like? Is this what the rest of forever is like? But anyways, 15-year-old me was very excited and, like, called Anne two seconds after it happened to, like, tell her how excited I was. And then I called my mom and all my other friends and everybody else on the planet saying that, yes, I actually had somebody attracted enough to me to kiss me, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It was, was so cute. 
and, and to be fair, he did get better. He got he got better with age and with time. But I mean, I think no matter what age you are, uh, first kisses are always kind of awkward. Yeah, they are because it's really hard to just be like, oh, is this the time? Is this like the right time? Should I do it? Should I go for it? I don't know. It's just it's always kind of awkward. But after that, I think it's fine. Have you been able to like tell which ones are like bad kissers and which ones are good kissers? Mm, not really. I don't know. So are they all mediocre or are they all good? I'm going to go if they're all good. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because like I've only obviously, I think mean, I've like kissed other people briefly, but not like as much as I've kissed my boyfriend. And he's a pretty good kisser, but I've always wondered like if you kiss lots of people, like can you tell if who you were kissing before wasn't that good? That's fair. I mean, there's definitely like the three last kisses, like, okay, I've only kissed four guys. Well, I've kissed four guys. The first one wasn't great. The other three were definitely better than the first one. I can tell that. But it also could have been because, like, it was the first, like, the first time it was kind of awkward because, like, it was the first time for me. So I didn't really, like, know what to do. And I was, like, it was very awkward. Wait, wait, wait. Four guys. Okay, we have coffee date, boy. We have a uh, hookup boy. Hookup boy. Um, we have he who shall not be named. And who's the fourth one? You know this. Is it? I'm thinking. God, I'm thinking. Oh, I do know this. Yes, you do know this. Okay, that's fair. That's so interesting. Okay, wait. Out of number four and he who should not be named, which was a better kisser? I need to know for my references. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean. I'd say they're equally good, just different. Uh, I'm not, I don't know how to answer that, honestly. That's interesting. Um, okay. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, okay, what about first heartbreak? How old were you? And does it seem like ridiculous looking back on it? Or are you still kind of like, wow, that was like rough? Um, well, if any of you guys have read my blog post on like emotions, hookups, and ghosts, that would be it. But looking back now, I don't know. I think it was an important part of my life, but it was also, I, I think there were like a lot of other factors that like just made it worse for me. But it wasn't like a real heartbreak because I wasn't in a relationship. It just, I, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on your definition of heartbreak. You can still feel heartbreak, I think. You know, people can still feel like, wow, that was like way more than I thought it was going to be. But did you ever have like, even as a little kid, like one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, my world is shattered. Like I'm so heartbroken over this one stupid three foot guy. Not really, no. Oh really? I can remember so many times. I mean, I'm sure when I was little, I probably, yeah, I probably had some moments like that. I just like, looking back, they were probably just like, you know, little me overreacting. So I don't really remember them, but I, I'm sure in the moment I probably did. Like in second grade or third grade, I'm sure I had like a heartbreak for that age. I know. And it's so funny, like looking back on those things and you're like, wow, that's so silly. Like I, I just like laugh on that now. Like that's just ridiculous. That's true. Like I guess if you think back at elementary school, like when you're young, you're like, oh, we're getting married. And then you don't get married. And then you're like, oh, my heart's broken. I know, right? I remember, yeah, just being, like, devastated. Like, if my little brother told my crush that I like them, like, that would just be the worst thing mm. ever. But I definitely think, like, that that kind of heartbreak is definitely different than, like, grown-up, like, real heartbreak. Like, that stuff mm -hmm. stings. Like, when, I, when my boyfriend and I were broken up, it was, like, I had literally felt like a piece of me died. It was, like, the most horrific pain imaginable. 
and like that went on for like months so i don't wish heartbreak on anybody but i definitely do think it makes you stronger makes you a better person and then like makes you figure out what you really do want in life from a partner Mm -hmm. yeah that's very true um well i guess you never had a hookup so we can skip that question for you (laughs) (laughs) no i don't i don't i've only hooked up with my lovely boyfriend what about you um well i guess it was my second kiss (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was two years ago (laughs) was that two years ago yeah it was oh my gosh yeah because i was 19 right so then as someone who's done a one night stand, are you a fan or no? I I don't mind it. I don't think it's what I'd like want all the time. But I don't like I don't regret it. Like I know a lot of people do regret it sometimes and personally I don't. Like I think it was fun and it was um like I yeah, it was it was a fun night for both cases. Um <laughs> Well that's good at least. Yeah, so I don't regret it. I think I don't know if I would do hookups now, like, because I definitely would like something more than hookups. I, like, I actually want a relationship, so I'd probably avoid those for now. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I could ever, like, emotionally do a one-night stand. I think I'd be too, like, anxious about things. Like, where has he been? Who is this guy? I don't even know him. Why doesn't he love me? Like, so I don't know. I don't think I could ever do one of those, but I'm just, I'm grateful, though, that, like, I found my person really young because I honestly think I would suck in like the dating world right now like with our hookup culture and the way that like kids these days perceive things it's so vastly different and I'm pretty sure that if it wasn't for Thomas I'd be single for the rest of my life (laughs) it's hard but there's always like some people who don't just want hookups like I know there's a lot of guys who actually want a relationship and not hookups you just gotta wait and find them it just takes forever (laughs) well I'm wishing you luck (laughs) well thank you on to like another thing that's not relationship oriented i don't know if you guys have watched marie kondo's uh the art of tidying up have you watched it ann yeah what did you think of it i thought it was great and i also read her book and i've been naming it a lot of times because i love her book a lot did you have you tried it yourself yeah i have like the decluttering process and also like the way she folds that's how i fold most of my stuff um at least the things i don't hang so i do find it um like i do find that her method of folding is really nice and like you can kind of put your jeans away and your shorts and everything a little bit more neatly and like for those of you who don't know it's it's on netflix right now it's trending it's this sweet little japanese lady Um, who's like really well known for her art of like tidying things up and she like breaks it into sections like clothing books uh, miscellaneous things uh, sentimental things and then like kimono which is like your kitchen your garage your family space but anyways she goes into like these american families homes and they're like disgustingly gross and she helps them like clean up but it's a super interesting method and I actually just did it today with like all of my clothes and my belongings and I got three trash bags full of things. So I feel like it was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. But I think it's super helpful though because I think as Americans and maybe, I don't know if Canadians are like this too, but like we keep a lot of shit that we don't need. Probably. I feel like it's a pretty human thing. But anyways, you guys should check it out. It's pretty good. Well, I'm a big fan. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like the episodes. I mean, some of the families were annoying, but I mean, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely, all the families were definitely very different. And speaking of families, Anne has a family story that she'd like to share. Yeah. My biological family lives in Vietnam, and I haven't really, like, stayed in contact with them, mostly because, like, language barrier and, like, 
they don't have internet or things like that. So the only way to contact them really is um, by mail. But I didn't have their address until recently, so I can I couldn't ever like send them anything. But from my biological family, one of my older sisters was also adopted by a French couple. Actually, it happened like our adoption was at the same time. So my adopted parents and my sister's adoptive parents kind of like stayed in contact while we were living in France, which is really cool. And then when I got older, I actually found my biological sister on Facebook and like we've been talking ever since. So that's really cool. And then recently, um, my, like the mom of my biological sister, the French mom, sent an email to my parents giving like some updates on um, her life and then also my biological family's life. And unfortunately, we um, found out that my biological father has um, cancer and he's in like the terminal stage of it. So he's basically he's on his deathbed, which is really sad. Aww. Yeah. So like in the, her email, um, she like says that my dad's death wish was to see um, the two daughters that they gave up for adoption. And unfortunately, that's probably not possible for either one of us because even though my biological sister, who's also French, like she's going there in February, but they think like even that is going to be too late. So we're both sending letters with like our pictures um, to, to my family so that hopefully he can at least see like a letter and some pictures of us before he uh, passes on. Do you think there's like any chance... I mean, with your, I know with your class schedule, it's probably like impossible, but do you think your professors would maybe understand if you wanted to go out sooner? I don't think so, because at this point, I don't even know if he's still alive, honestly, because like I got that email what, two weeks ago, um, and you know, time passes really fast when you're, when it's terminal stage, so at this point, we're, I don't even know if he's still alive or not. I hope he is, because I'm sending the letter um very soon like oh i hope so too i know but we don't know i am planning a trip to vietnam this summer though trying to figure out um if i can go to vietnam for like two or three weeks with my adoptive cousin and her boyfriend that would be really fun that would be a really cool trip that'll be cool yeah would you get to um go actually visit your biological family then or is it more just kind of like a tourist trip well, one, it's part of it is kind of like um, we're going like with our backpacks and walking around Vietnam. Part of it is probably going to be that. But if I can. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. I'm excited for that. But I think I'll probably try and like see with my sister, if my um, sister who was also adopted, see if we can like meet up and then maybe go see our biological family together. Um, we'd probably we'd need translators and all that. So it It'd be, we'd definitely need to plan for it, but I think if we can get it planned, it'd be really cool. Could you do, like, I, I know there's, like, some apps for, like, translating. Would that work, maybe? Um, maybe. It'd probably be really hard, and there's not necessarily, like, Wi-Fi or anything, and I won't have, like, 4G, because I'll be international, so. Oof. I don't know if we could use that. Yeah, but there's, they have a lot of translators, like, in the city, so we could, like, hire a translator for a day or things like that. What would you hope to get out of it? Like, what would be your number one thing that you'd want to get out of it? Uh, I don't know. Nothing, really. I just, I think it'd just be really cool to meet them or, like, see them and, like, see, like, what they look like and, um, 
just kind of find out like what they've been up to for the last um, 21 years. Do you know how old the youngest siblings would be? Um, I do know they had a girl and a boy after me, but I'm not sure like when they had them after me. So I'd say they'd, they'd probably be like at least two or three years younger than me. That's so crazy. Yeah. That'd be so cool, though, if you could go visit. Right? I think that'd be really cool. It'd be really cool to see what they've all become. And it'd be really cool if I could do it with my um sister, Vivienne, also. Because we, we, like, one, I could see her because I haven't seen her in years. It's probably been, like, 10, 13 years since really? I've seen her. Wow. Yeah, because, yeah, like, she's in France and I'm here. So we haven't seen each other much. We just talk through Facebook. So I think it'd be really fun to see her, too. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Well, keep us posted, and if you decide to go to Vietnam, everyone send her their best travel tips if you've been there. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Okie doke. And then speaking of, like, traveling and adventures, um, we wanted to bring up one thing. So there is this apparel brand called Wanderatic. Um, Anne is an ambassador, and then I joined recently after her. Um, but it's a really cool outdoor adventure brand. Um, and 10% of their proceeds go to helping wildlife and, you know, protecting the environment. And it's a really, really great cause. So if anyone's curious, you can use our codes, which we'll put up in um, the podcast description below. And if you want to get clothing from there, you can get some 15% off. And it's a really great cause. So check it out. Yep, they are great. And they're, I'm sure they also have lots of volunteering things like um they they're a company that really cares about nature so i think if you guys want to support the nature and this amazing brand and also get some really cute stuff go check them out um but also speaking of like apparel companies that help nature there's also sandcloud which you guys might have heard of before um it's kind of it's similar to wander attic where 10% of their profits goes to marine life so this is more of the ocean side of nature but they still donate to like um, marine life organizations, and they also like pick up trash from beaches and um, use like plastic water bottles. Like they recycle plastic water bottles and um, turn them into like towels and um, t-shirts, which is really cool. Oh, I love that! I have to check them out. Yeah, and then um, a bunch of us did send, or a bunch of you did send us some topics to discuss in the blog, and I covered a lot of them. Uh, but we can briefly touch on some of them here so that you guys get two perspectives instead of just mine. Um, one of you submitted our thoughts on Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm sorry to say, I know absolutely nothing about that video game except that it gets a lot of hype and it seems kind of silly. But uh, Anne, do you know anything about Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2? Um, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I knew it was a video game. I knew that much. That is about it. <laughs> that is where my knowledge of it goes. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We know nothing about that video game other than it's an American Western and there's, like, shooting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Another thing that I know nothing about is space. I mean, I know a little bit about space. I'm a big fan of space. But, like, and your thoughts on space? I know space is very complicated. There's just so many, so many galaxies, so many stars and, you know, orbits and everything. And it's just, um, I find it so cool and so interesting, but it's also like such a complicated thing for me. <laughs> Do you think there's life outside of planet Earth? Yes, 
I do. <laughs> I I just I feel like with all the galaxies out there and all the different like planets, there's gotta be some type of life or something. I'd like to hope so. I think we can't be the only things, you know. Right. I feel like we probably aren't. I'm sure there's like parallel galaxies, you know, parallel universes, something like that. <laughs> In another universe, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I it could like my parallel universe self um send me some money please <laughs> i know right yeah. you guys can go buy a star though we also know that about the space oh yeah 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 you can buy stars uh space is cool uh space force is a joke um yeah so that's what we know about space i, l- I read a little bit more on my blog um another thing we got was advice for transitioning from college to the real world so in my blog i kind of talked about how you really need to like start focusing on things ahead of time like don't wait until the day you graduate like start looking for jobs now start meeting with like professors and mentors now to really figure out what your life looks like post-college and like it's really fun and it's awesome but it's also like a huge change and it takes a, a good six months to get used to like sitting at a desk for eight hours a day and like paying for literally everything yourself and like realizing that you have like not a lot of free time so it's definitely a transition um, and what would you say? Any advice? Oh, I agree with that. It's it's definitely a very big transition, and it does take sometimes um, some time to transition. Um, I like the schedule. Like once I like got used to it, I liked it, and like I it was easier for me to like make a routine, especially like fit in my workouts and things like that. And now that I'm back in classes, it's a little harder for me to fit everything in. But I I definitely agree with like talking to professors and making connections you're definitely going to need connections once you're um like after college and don't like be confident i don't know you've got this <laughs> i think it's hard to like i think a lot of people don't talk about how difficult it really is like when you do graduate cuz you go from having all this free time and all these people hyping you up and all these parties and all these friends and everything's so great and you're on top of the world and then you get out to the real world and you're like you know you're starting from scratch again and it's like it's different and it's scary and I don't know like I I think it's it's totally rewarding and it's super fun but also like be prepared for like change in your life especially if you're not used to like that much change Mm -hmm. that's true or like be prepared like sometimes you will find like immediately find a job that you love and that you want to stay with your whole life but sometimes you will start with a job that maybe you don't like which is why I, those connections are really great because if you don't like a like a first job you have out of college then you can use like all those connections you've made and find a better one or maybe climb up the ladder a little quicker don't be worried about being stuck in one job right after college because there will be op- many opportunities and you will be able to like find what you really want to do Absolutely. And you mentioned confidence. Uh, We got another uh, DM about how to be confident in college. Um, My best advice was like, fake it till you'll make it, you know, kind of like, just be passionate and be willing to try new things. And eventually, like you will be confident. Anything else that you'd like to add to that? No, I agree with that a lot. Like, I think if you're not confident at first, then just kind of keep working at it. Just try your hardest, always put in like 110% of your effort. And like, the more you put in, like, the more confidence, you'll just, you'll kind of build it up as you go, and you'll see, like, you'll get those good grades back, and that good feedback, and all of that will just really help boost your confidence, and eventually you'll make it. 
Yeah. Um, another thing that we got, uh, one person asked about our opinions on TED Talks. I really like TED Talks. Personally, a big fan. And do you like TED Talks? I do. I find them so interesting and so cool. Like, really inspiring, too. Do you have any ones you'd recommend? Um, I'm like, I don't really remember any of the names, but there's a lot of ones on creativity or like productivity and also like confidence boosting ones those are always really nice um i don't know that's that's the ones i'm thinking of right now that's fair um and then we also got some on opinions on having graphics in your resume i'll just shut this down right now unless you're a graphic designer do not put graphics in your resume it usually looks super unprofessional and it takes away from like other things that you could be really talking about so I don't think you should put graphics in your resume, but if you think I'm wrong, let me know. I wouldn't know, so I'm going to leave it <laughs> with that. Listen to Bailey. Okay, um, you probably know more about easy recipes for busy people, though. That's another one we got. Um, I don't really have any, like, go-to recipes, but, like, I usually Google recipes if I really want to. I usually don't um follow them. I kind of, like, <laughs> go with my own style, but... You can definitely look up, like, easy or, like, few ingredient recipes on Google, and you'll find a lot of um, recipes that are usually good and healthy and also very, like, quick to do. Like, most of them are 30 minutes or less, which is great when you're a busy person. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of recipe books out there, too, just filled with recipes on, um, like, on quick recipes for busy people. But thing. there's also like great planning, meal planning apps um, on the market. So like Mealime, I believe, is one of them. Um, that one's great. Like you can choose recipes for the week and then it'll create a shopping list for you. So it also helps with Ooh, your grocery shopping. That's cool. Yeah. What was it called? It's pretty nice. Uh, Mealime. So it's M-E-A-L-I-M-E. And it is really nice to be able to, like, kind of plan your grocery shopping at the same time. But they've got some nice, like, healthy recipes. And most of them are pretty quick. Like, they're usually about 30 to 45 minutes, I would say. I'll have to check those out. Yeah, you're definitely the recipe person. When I saw that one, I was like, mm, you should just go talk to Anne. And then, last but not least, we got a joke one. I'm pretty sure uh, from my little brother saying uh, boobs as a topic. So, uh, yeah, those are great. I'm definitely a big fan. <laughs> yep that, that is about all i can say like they're great um be happy with what you have like love yourself <laughs> exactly love yourself it, it does not define you okay anyways okay um well guys um and any other topics that you wanted to cover tonight in our random podcast nope i think we can just leave it at boobs you know <laughs> Okay, well then, um, hopefully you guys heard some interesting things from relationships to video games to Anne's family story and more. Um, if you like this podcast, please give it a like on whatever you're listening it to on from. That was bad. Please give it a like from whatever you're listening to. You know what? No, never mind. I just can't speak tonight. Anyways, like us on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, or let us know what you thought or if you have any other topics that you want us to discuss. Um, and until then, ramble on. Have a lovely week, ramblers.